Hey everyone, my name is Dr. Michael Forstner and welcome to the Kaleidoscope Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to anyone that's suffering with ulcerative colitis or Crohn's disease or any type of GI issue. Our goal is to dive deeper into understanding things that can help us improve our GI system. So join us each week where we dive deeper into anything that can be beneficial for us. Finding a quality probiotic can be a challenge. I know firsthand. I've gone through at least a dozen different probiotics and I was never satisfied with the outcome. That changed when I found Just Thrive. Just Thrive has been an outstanding company that has put years into producing a high-quality probiotic. Just Thrive probiotics are spore form and contain a patent strain called Bacillus Indicus HU36. The spores in Just Thrive have been successfully used to enhance digestive health in the pharmaceutical market for over 50 years. Don't just take my word for it. There are over thousands of five-star reviews talking about how amazing Just Thrive is and how it's helped them with their gut health. For my listeners today, head on over to JustThrive.com and use the promo code COLITIS to save 15% on all your orders. When it comes to dealing with IBD issues, sleeping can sometimes become a little more difficult. For one person, it may not seem like a huge issue, but if you're dealing with a gut issue, you may find yourself waking up in the middle of the night multiple times to go to the bathroom. On top of that, you may even have a hard time finding a comfortable position to fall asleep. When I was dealing and struggling with a bad flare back in 2018 with my ulcerative colitis, I was finding myself waking up at least three times a night to not walk, but actually sprint to the bathroom so that I could relieve myself. As you can imagine, this was not very convenient, especially since our bathroom was a floor below where we were sleeping. So I actually had to go down a very steep set of stairs. Now, I never fell down them, but I cannot say the same for my wife because she actually fell down one time. So Each night, I had to actually work my way down these steps, get to the bathroom in time before I had any accidents. Now, you can imagine this is not fun at all, and I wasn't really getting quality sleep then because if you think about it, waking up three times throughout the night is definitely going to break up your sleep because it's not that I just went down and went to the bathroom. It's I went to the bathroom for about 30 minutes, so about an hour and a half each night I was spending in the bathroom let alone coming back upstairs and trying to fall asleep. So instead of giving my seven to eight hours of sleep, I was probably getting maybe four to five hours of sleep during my bad flare-up. Now, today though, I'm doing a lot better. I'm actually able to sleep through the night. I'm not having the pains I was having before. But again, someone that is dealing with this, you gotta really look into your sleep habits and what's all happening. So why is sleep so important and why are you always looking to get more sleep or how can sleep help increase your health? So first, I want to talk about getting quality sleep, especially for someone with gut health issues. Research shows that people with ulcerative colitis who get more sleep are less likely to have a flare. Um, This was said by an MD, a gastroenterologist at Pennsylvania Presbyterian Medical Center in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And I would highly agree with this because, again, the more sleep you're getting, the more rest you're giving your body. So when your body gets the sleep it needs, your immune system and the proteins get the rest they need to fight off whatever comes their way, like colds or flus. 
This can be one of the reasons why not getting enough sleep with ulcerative colitis can lead to a flare-up, since you are not allowing your immune system to calm down and not constantly be stressed out. Along with helping your immune system, there has been studies that show that sleeping can also help with your memory. As someone that has struggled with memory issues with ulcerative colitis, this is very important to me and it should be for you as well. Your body can rest up while you sleep, but your mind is still hard at work while you are sleeping. It's actually processing and thinking about all the memories that you made from the day. So if you don't get enough sleep, you may not actually have all the memories that you had from the day, or you actually may even create false memories, which can actually be worse. Now, I've noticed through the years that my memory has been getting better the more sleep I get, because there will still be days though where I cannot remember a single thing that's been said to me. It just goes in one ear and out the other, and I really try to focus, but for some reason, my brain just can't comprehend what's going on. So again, memory is a huge issue when it comes to gut health, and it's one thing that I don't think a lot of people talk about, but it's one of those things that you should definitely look into in ways to improve your memory. So how can you improve your sleep, though, if you're dealing with ulcerative colitis or any other type of IBD issues so your body can actually get the amount of sleep it needs and actually the quality amount of sleep it needs? So the first thing that I have found is to help with timing my eating. Now, I don't mean that you're going to have a stopwatch and see how fast you can eat or how slow you can eat. What I mean by timing your meals or your eating is that set a certain time for when you're going to eat. Now, typically, your last meal before you go to bed should be at least two hours before bed. The reason is because this gives your body time to digest your food and actually get down lower into the areas where all the absorption will happen. Because if you eat maybe a half hour to an hour beforehand, there's chances you may start having some cramping, some acid reflex, some stomach cramping, things along those lines, which then will make it harder for you to fall asleep even though you may be tired because, again, your stomach is still working, your small intestines are still working as well. So knowing when you're going to eat will make a huge difference to helping you get better sleep. Another thing that I found which may be different for you is finding a sleep position that works for you. So for me, I didn't realize that I have to sleep on a certain side. So for me, I have to sleep on my left side that allows my gut health to just start relaxing. For some reason, if I lay on my right side, it seems to aggravate my large intestines a little bit more and even my small intestines. I can sleep on my back, but typically I don't, st- or I don't start falling asleep on my back. I have to be on my left side. So again, this may be the same thing for you that you may need to find different positions that work for you for sleeping because again, you may be used to sleeping on your right side, but now that you have some type of gut health, you may need to lean on another way or just sleep slightly a little different to, again, allow your body to be comfortable so that you can actually fall asleep. Because, again, if you're tossing and turning throughout the night, you're not getting that quality amount of sleep. You may feel like you're getting sleep, but, again, your body's still working and you're actually not getting the rest that it needs. Lastly, I always recommend limiting your screen amount or your time on your phones or any electronic devices. Now, you may think, well, I need to look at my phone because I need to look at emails or I read from an ebook and things along those lines. But really, looking at a screen that has a blue light is really going to disrupt your sleep quality. So, what's going to happen, and this is according to a published journal in 2016, 
Research shows that electronic devices with blue light suppresses the production of sleep hormones such as melatonin, which would otherwise cause you to become drowsy. So again, if you are looking at these blue screens right before bed, so again, if you're just looking and scrolling through Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, any of those things, you're stimulating your brain and not allowing it to sleep or get drowsy. So what happens is when you turn it off, your brain is still calculating and thinking about the things you just saw, and therefore you're not going to fall asleep right away. So what I recommend is at least half hour before bed, not using electronic devices. And if you need to, have them really dimmed down because that way they're not as bright. What you should be doing is some type of reading from a book itself with papers, maybe some meditation, just relaxing, um, maybe playing with your pets for the last 30 minutes, something along those lines. So that way your brain can just start calming down and not thinking about all the things that just saw in, just, in such a short time span, especially when it comes to TikTok because it's about 15 seconds to a minute. So again, your brain's seen so much and calculating so much. So those are the things that really I found to be beneficial for helping with my sleep. Again, this may be a little bit different for you, but again, you should definitely be looking into how sleep can benefit your health because again, if you feel like, oh, I'm fine with five hours of sleep, you may want to look into seeing how you would do with an extra hour or two because again, getting a little bit more sleep can always go a long way and help healing your gut. Now, obviously, if you're already getting the seven to eight hours, you're kind of in the right ballpark. You don't want to overshoot that too much either because, again, sleeping too much can also have some effects on your health. So, again, you want to find that sweet spot for your health and for your sleep quality. That's all we have today on the Kaleidoscope. As always, stay healthy, and we'll see you next week. That is a wrap for our podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If, again, you like this episode, make sure to comment and like this and share it with all your friends. It means so much when you share this information with everyone else. Again, if there's anything that you want to hear, send us an email, send us a comment. We'll definitely be happy to respond back to that and maybe talk about that topic. As always, make sure to talk to your provider first before you make any medical changes. Again, this is not meant to be something for you to change your medication or anything along those lines. You need to talk to your medical provider first before you make any changes. As always, stay healthy. We'll see you next time. The information provided is more for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other health care provider. This information is not to be used or relied on for any diagnostic or treatment purposes. You should not use this information for diagnosis or treatment of any health problem or as a substitute for medication or other treatments prescribed by your physician. Please consult your health care practitioner before embarking on a diet, fast, exercise, or supplement program. Thank you.